0: all right guys what's up it's the hawk and smolden podcast back at it again here for week number two uh like i said we'll be with you every thursday night right around 11 p.m eastern standard time smolden are you ready to get into this we are ready as ready can be all right well we're gonna start off um with the uh asphalt street stocks like we do every monday night uh this week's no different they were at usa international pretty big track for these guys um it's a wide track and uh i mean we had quite we had a pretty big field here to morning. we had 13 drivers out there tonight uh on monday night
1: yeah we absolutely did it was a, a great race to uh start the week off um It's obviously a nice way to start it when it's a larger track for a three-stock race like this. And there was some uh, really good racing out here, to be honest.
0: Yeah, it turned out pretty well. Um, We didn't have any heat races with it being a little bit bigger of a track, but we did have qualifying. And your number one qualifier uh, looked to be uh, Billy Van Meter back out there for Chaos Motorsports, uh, putting down a uh, time of 22.886. That's pretty quick for uh, USA.
1: Yeah, most definitely. Uh, Billy's always a fast driver, especially on pavement, and uh, it was good to see him come back. Unfortunately, I was in the same race with him, so I was kind of upset to uh, see him back because I knew I stood zero chance of winning out there.
0: Yeah, and uh, Cole Howard coming into the number two spot with uh, qualifying, and Trish Jones rounding out your top three in qualifying. So some fast guys uh, out there early, uh, some notable guys uh, that didn't qualify so well. Uh, in my opinion, you got Corey out there in the Napa car. Didn't really get where he wanted to go. He's normally a front runner in qualifying, but uh, stuck it back there in the eighth spot. Uh, how do you feel about him back there in the eight? Yeah, it was odd to see
1: him back there that far. Um, he might have just he might have just missed his spot a couple times. I know I was struggling in qualifying here as well. I'm not sure exactly what my issue was, but uh, yeah, it's odd to see Corey uh, back there that far. And even Beavers, we had a couple guys that didn't qualify also hot.
0: Yeah, and you look, and it goes all the way down to the 15 qualifier of Derek Sellers, who had his engine blow up uh, prior to uh, qualifying. He was trying to do the saving fuel technique, burning fuel, and uh, unfortunate for him, the 316 starting back in the 15 hole smoke.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think he heard some of the league say that we we're in the pits prior to qualifying and burning some fuel off. What we weren't mentioning we weren't redlining the thing to burn off like 20 gallons before he we went qualifying. So he's just pinging it off the rev limiter and, uh, and popped the popped the cherry on him.
0: Yeah. So uh, unfortunate for Derek Sellers week started off horrible being back there in the 15th spot, but now we get into the race trim here. And uh, like I said, these boys loaded up and they loaded up in a hurry uh, race winner. Definitely out there. Uh, Billy Van Meter qualified on the pole and uh, he brung it home. Uh, the win there. Smolder.
1: Yeah, no, it was a great uh, great win for him, for sure. And just this, the way this race broke down, uh, for anyone that wasn't watching it, we had a, a few really fast guys, uh, obviously Van Meter being one of them. Um, he ended up pitting, um, and we had a couple other guys. Derek, for sure, I know, did not pit, was able to save tires and enough to to stay up in the top three like he did a second place for Sellers. Great, but uh, Billy yeah, came through and, and showed us what he knows best, and that's how to get around the pavement track.
0: Yeah, and also, like I said, when it comes to Sellers, you remember he did start in the 15 spot, so he drove through an entire field of guides uh, to get back up there in that two spot. And Monroe, Anthony Monroe coming on board here, racing a couple races uh, with the program and bringing home your uh, your top three there. And then you got Cole Howard and Chris Jones rounding out the top five. That's a pretty solid night in the asphalt street stocks. Yeah,
1: most definitely. Uh, like I said, Sellers starting in the back uh, qualifying session. Well, he wasn't able to qualify, so he started in the very, very back, drove himself through, stayed out on uh, one of the late cautions, and rewarded himself with the second-place finish.
0: And also we're going to jump into the incident points here like we always do with every uh, race that we do. And uh, the guy with the most incident points is you know, up here with me. It's Smolden, man. 20 incident points out there in that street stock. What was going through your head, man? Yeah,
1: I'm uh, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of hoping he'd skip the incident points on this particular race here. Um, I myself just was in bad spots at bad times. I had guys spinning in front of me. I had uh, I, Corey spun me out a couple times in this race, which I believe ended up having him uh, removed from the race. It was just I, I could not not be in a wreck. Anybody that was spinning, I was right there next to him.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and we look at some of the others, uh, incident points here, and we look at the notable, the big goose egg up there for William Van Meter. He ended up with zero incident points and uh, able to bring home the win, so zero incident points for him. Great race overall at USA International. Once again, Billy Van Meter uh, bringing that race home, and now we're going to head on over to the second race uh, that we do uh, with these guys on Monday night, and that is the 203 Truck Series of yours. And, uh, man, I tell you what, Talladega, what a race that was from qualifying till we got to race trim. Your number one qualifier out there at Talladega, Derek Sellers.
1: Yeah, this, uh, this race did not disappoint this week. I was very, very nervous. Obviously, being the super speedway, you have absolutely no idea how it's going to break down for any of us. Um, it was, uh, it was one of the, probably one of the funnest races out of the week, to be completely honest. It was definitely my better race of the Monday night, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, and like I said, notable finishes here. Uh, you were able to bring it home into two-spot, and uh, you got Jamie Kephart rounding out the top three there in the trucks. Very good. And uh, looking through the qualifying list, and we look at the notable guys that didn't qualify so well. Um, you got a Chaos Motorsports finishing in uh, qualifying in seven in the eighth spot uh, with divers and van meter. And then uh, I see Cole Howard down there. And the ten; these guys are very quick, capable of qualifying uh, near the top, but you see them in the middle of the pack, Smolden.
1: Yeah, I mean it, it's taildega right? I mean that, that's if if you see uh, if you see the difference between top qualifier and the top ten. I mean you're talking point one one nine, right? I mean you're talking a very very minimal time difference. So uh, that goes between pole and and tenth place. So it, it's tough. You got to be spot on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then, like I said, we worked our way right into the race here. And uh, the winner was Chris Jones. Chris Jones able to bring it home for the Choice Inc. eSports guys. And you had yourself back there in the two spot and uh, Andrew Irwin uh, bringing in that three spot there. So not bad for those guys. And some uh, notable finishers out here, like I said, and we're going to go towards the bottom of the pack here. And we're going to have to reach all the way down to the 11th spot, uh, 11th finisher, Joshua Divers. For Chaos Motorsports, you don't normally see him that low.
1: No, he definitely isn't. Uh, He finished, I believe, what does it look like, Uh, five laps behind. So, um, tough race for him. I believe he got into a couple incidents, got spun out, and then uh, I'll take one spin out here, and it's pretty much game over for you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And the guy right behind him finishing in the 12th spot, Jamie Kephart, another guy who qualified third and finishes 12th and uh he was eight laps back somewhere you don't see uh the top tier uh choice esports uh driver jamie kephart finishing in 12th spot
1: no definitely not and he uh he got involved in a early incident went in pretty sure he used his quick repair came back out was running some real good laps coming back still a lap down i believe and then got taken out again so tough night for uh jamie kephart that's for sure
0: absolutely and we're gonna look at the incident points here like i said we do every one of them so the guy that I'm looking at, we have Andrew sitting at 18, but look, Chris Jones wins this race with 16 incident points. How's that happen? Uh, tail
1: dagger, baby. Super speedway, right? <laughs> and it's, that is the only way that that's possible. Uh, coming up through coming up through the field like he did, um, you're kind of bumping, you're leaning, you're, you're pushing. Um, it's really easy to get a couple incident points just by being pushed or pushing the vehicle in front of you, so um and they add up real quick that's for sure
0: yeah absolutely they added up for chris jones 16 them but he did a- he was able to win the race there and that uh, that's fantastic and we we're going to look at the guy with not so many and look at yourself there one of the lowest guys out here with eight incident points smolden eight that's not bad at talladega man
1: no definitely not uh, i was able to uh <clears throat> i led quite a few laps here i can't remember how it looks like 20 laps um so sellers i was on the pole i was able to get around to him and then i i was pushing hard and i had guys behind me pushing me you know up front and uh yeah i, I got lucky without getting any incidents it seemed like most of the wrecks were behind me obviously because i was leading so that that helped out big time um and it just kind of worked itself out I, I really wanted the victory here it was uh if it was not my teammate coming out on the outside of me for that win, I would have most definitely been riding him a little higher up into the wall for sure to make it harder on him for the victory. But because who it was, I had to show respect, and uh, hey, i take second place here.
0: Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Once again, congratulations to Chris Jones winning the Talladega truck race. And now we're going to head on over to the Tuesday. And that Tuesday, you know, we play in the dirt, in USA International with the 360s. Uh, we didn't disappoint as we get into the heat races and we love the heat races and heat one didn't disappoint either you had a packed house you had Coy, jamie uh big nasty valentine Monroe, and robert Minks out there and coy able to bring it home in that first heat
1: yeah we uh obviously i'm a favorite uh or fan of the dirt uh, never mind tuesday nights it's fun going back to the heat setups and the heat races like uh, a dirt track you know races set up um, and, yeah, we had a great turnout for the 360 races here. So, um, obviously, got some fast boys here with Coy, Jamie, and uh, uh, Kenneth there. So, it was uh, it was good to see everybody show up, and we had fun out there.
0: Yeah, we definitely did that heat race going over to Coy. And we're going to move over to the second heat race in those 360s. And, man, let me tell you, Chris Beaver, Smolden, Derek Sellers, Chris Brown, Flowers, and Cole Howard, another stacked set of six cars here. And Chris Beaver able to win that heat race, Smolden.
1: Yeah, he was fast out there. Obviously, I came uh, in second place behind him, but there was nothing I could do for Beavers there. He was got uh, a good jump, and it was basically me just following him to the end.
0: Absolutely. And that's going to be your heat races. And then we look at the feature here, and I tell you what, the feature was on point. These boys ran 25 laps out there at USA, and that's a lot of racing. USA pretty big, but, hey, your race winner was Smolden. Uh, congratulations, man, able to bring home that win in the 360.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. It was a a very, very tough race. That track got slick real quick, burned in, and um, it was bumpy. It was very, very bumpy. I want to say in the post-race interview, I wanted to say it would have been smoother to run a motocross bike around that track than it was in the sprint car. I mean, the bump out of four is always bad, but even coming down the front stretch, down uh, and coming into one, if you weren't in the right spot, that car was bouncing, and it was very hard to get that car to set and just turn around the corner for you. But, uh, yeah, I was glad to bring home the checkered flag, and that was one of the better races out of the year for so far toward the 360s. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, Chris Brown finished right behind you and Valentine, who's normally dominant on the asphalt side of things, able to bring his dirt skills out and finish in the top three. Uh, Some notables that I see here uh, in that feature is uh, Chris Jones back there, finishing in the 10th spot, qualified on the pole. Man, you don't see him back there often. Chris Jones very quick in these 360s.
1: No, he was uh, <clears throat> starting on the bottom line like that or on the pole. You're on the bottom row, obviously. It's very tough at uh, USA here. So um, trying to get around and trying to stay up high where the fast lane was at. Um, I do recall him trying to – it wasn't a terrible slider, but it just would not stick, and he just – you know, he ass-packed the wall, and that was his night. So a tough, very tough night for the fastest guy we have on uh, in the 360 for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Somewhere you don't see Chris Jones in the back there. Now we're going to look at these incident points for the feature. And uh, your main guy right here, Cole Howard, racking up 16 incident points in 24 laps. That's quite a bit of action there, uh, Smallwood.
1: Yeah, he uh, he struggled mightily here at uh, USA in the 360s. It was unfortunate. It was, he was frustrated with himself at the end of this race. Um some bad luck but still 16 points that's quite a few
0: yeah absolutely is and then the man with the least amount is going to go to Chris Brown who finished just right behind you and uh only getting two so that's not bad at all and we take a look here at one notable thing I want to point out here is the guy that finished eight, that's Jamie Kephart not really known too much for his 360 racing but he lays down the fastest lap in the feature at a nineteen seven six four. that's pretty impressive for not really being up there you know what i
1: mean no he uh the 360s definitely aren't his car he loves dirt but 360s aren't aren't his uh porté i guess you could say but he uh quick and then he also led i think he won i want to say he led about 16 laps out of that as well so um it came down to the end a late caution with a few laps to go uh me and him were one two and We pretty much checked out on the field. Third place was a ways behind us, and uh, that caution came out. He had to start on the inside. I started on the outside, and he ended up tapping the wall with a couple left to go, and that's wrapped up his night.
0: Yeah, definitely did. He was up there. He was quick, so that's going to be the 360s wrapped up there. Now we're going to head over to the second race of the night, and that's the dirt big blocks. And, man, let me tell you, Heat won was a dandy we had chris beavers out there big nasty chris jones chris brown salvador flowers and stephen man and uh, chris beavers able to win that heat that's a pretty stacked heat
1: yeah most definitely this is when i came back up to the booth after the uh, 360 race i was trying to collect myself here but uh these guys put on a show that is most definitely for sure so it was uh, it was good to see beavers out front and chris jones in the third
0: yeah, very good. They did a great job out there. Now we go into Heat number two, and you got yourself Jamie Kephart who won that one, and you got Jess Gordon in the two, Cole Howard finding himself in the three, Derek Sellers in the four, Wyatt Walker and Valentine, and Monroe round out your seventh spot in the Heat two. Anything interested there?
1: No, I mean, it, it pretty much stacked out the way it should have been with Kep up front, and uh had yeah, a couple fast guys, but it was it was a good heat race.
0: Absolutely. Now we're going to run into the Constellation. These boys had so many big blocks show up. We had a B main, and in that B main, we had some fast guys that didn't quite make the feature. They had to run through the B main, such as Chris Brown, Derek Sellers, Valentine, Flowers. These guys are known to be racing on the dirt, and they're used to being in the A main. So to be in the B main, definitely not where you want to be, but a couple of these guys were able to advance, and uh, Chris Brown able to win that B main smaller.
1: Yeah, it's always nice, uh, unfortunately, when you get stuck in a B main to come out and win it and then, uh, you know, show some dominant laps. You get a couple extra practice laps, I guess you could call them, and, yeah, make it to the feature. But uh, some notable names, like you said, in here that you normally don't see in the B.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then the guy that got sent home in that one was Steven. Steven uh, packing it up and getting ready for them pro late models then we moved right into the feature which didn't disappoint either uh coy winning the feature in the big blocks jamie kephart finishing in the two spot chris beavers in the three and uh once again i see this name back here in the back and that's chris jones man finishing ninth uh things not going his way so far at usa international man and there's no way you see chris jones in the ninth spot
1: no, and it's tough. Uh you normally don't see him this far back. Obviously these aren't his number one cars, but yeah, either way he's got, you know, quite a few laps in these things and then uh yeah, not exactly where we would have thought he would finish at the end of the night.
0: Absolutely, and some notables here in the back of the pack here finishing in the eleventh spot, Johnson Flowers. So he moved up a few spots from where he started in the fourteen. Uh, but you know, like I said, some of your some of your notable guys, man, Derek Sellers, Chris Brown and uh Salvador not finding themselves on the podium once again this week, so they'll uh, have to tighten it up, Smolden.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's only one week. It's a long series, but uh yeah, it's they you know they're disappointed in themselves, so next week should be interesting. They're gonna come back with uh we're trying to recover from this week, obviously.
0: Uh yeah, it's gonna be great. Now we're gonna head over to the act incident points here and uh man, not too many to talk about here. We only got ten and that leads them all. That's Wyatt Walker with ten incident points, uh not bad at all, and we look at some of these top three now here's some interesting facts for you, Smolden. one, two, and three, your top three drivers, zero incident points
1: yeah it uh it shows why they were up there. those guys basically were up front and just kind of checked out this race and it was it was nobody else's race besides their race to win um but either way, overall, very good job to everyone in this uh in this feature here. I mean, there are a couple guys point out with the 10 but that's still not bad for these cars here i mean you lean on these guys and you you bump and you move and you grind a little bit in the big blocks. so uh you know it's part of the racing itself but to only get 10 out of it and like you said top three guys getting a goose egg that's uh yeah absolutely good race boys
0: yeah you love to see it and a big shout out again to koi for uh winning the big blocks at usa now we're gonna head over to the third race of the night and that's the dirt pro late models and these guys put on a show also. We qualified them and put them out there on the track, and your number one qualifier was Jess Gordon showing up late to the party on Dirt Night.
1: Yeah, he. Uh, he I want to say he barely made it to even uh, qualifying. and I want to say he almost timed out of even getting into it. So for him to come out here and, and put down a burner like he did was, uh, was good to see, and, uh, yeah, he showed us what he's able to do.
0: Yes, he did. And we look at some of these guys in the middle of the pack. Jamie Kephart qualified sixth. Chris Jones again qualifying in the eighth spot. Like I said, I don't know what the trend is, but I'm seeing a lot of Chris Jones, and I'm seeing him in the back half of all these dirt races and qualifying. So, you know, I, I don't know if it's a, if his wheel was broke this week or not, but, hey, shout out to Chris Jones. You got to get yourself up there, man. I'm calling you out. Chris Jones this week so far. I'm seeing your name way too back, Smolden.
1: Yeah, it's uh very, very odd to see him this far back on, you know, multiple races. A race here and there, yeah, okay. It it, it happens, right? So uh I don't know if that three sixty race just shook him a little bit by qualifying up front, getting into, you know, some some incidents uh early and maybe it just threw his night off. It's it's possible, right? It's easy to do. So um uh, but yeah, normally you don't see him back there.
0: Yep, Jonathan Flowers able to qualify in the 10th spot. And uh, like I said, uh, these guys are running hard there in qualifying. So we'll head over to the race. Uh, the race was great, 25 laps. Your winner was Jess Gordon. Uh, led, you know, all 25 laps, never looked back. Coy finished into two, Jamie in into three. Anybody you see uh, rounding out your top 10 there uh, where they sh- maybe shouldn't be or where you think they could have done better?
1: Uh, you know, I... Jones maybe I, I just think qualifying like how he did and then as fast as the guys in front of him are it, you know I, I don't know how you would expect him to come through the field and beat some of these guys uh even being on dirt but when you qualify that bad it's always tough but no I think it kind of broke down the way it should have uh yeah Jess Gordon was dominant out here I mean he could have he could have held a beer like I do half the races and you know wheel it with one hand it looked like so it was uh, it was a pleasure to watch him come out here and dominate this race
0: And I want to put in a quick note before we get into the incident points here in the uh, pro late models. Uh, I look at Wyatt Walker, qualified second, finished 10th. The race did not go his way, Smolden.
1: No, most definitely did not. I don't recall exactly what the issue was. I want to say someone got into him and sent him uh, to the wall. Uh, I could be completely wrong on that. But, yeah, it was a tough night, especially when you qualify near the front, especially in the two spot. To uh, be three laps down and finish 10th is always a tough way to end the night.
0: Absolutely. Now we look over at the incident points and we see Jonathan Flowers taking that taking that spot here tonight with 14 incident points and in those big blocks. Uh, definitely or I'm sorry, excuse me, Pro Late models taking 14 incident points in the Pro Late models. Uh Bolden, that's quite a bit.
1: Uh yeah, and it obviously stands out, right? I mean, he's the only guy in double digits and that's by far the only guy in double digits. So, uh bad night for him. Um it happens, But, yeah, I hate
0: to see it. I definitely hate to see it. And we look at the man with the goose egg. That's Jess Gordon. He won the race and got led every lap, had the fastest lap, and ended up with zero incident points. So a uh, big shout-out to Jess Gordon and his team over in the California Club, uh, taking everything you could possibly take in the race day. You know what I mean, Smaller?
1: Yeah, absolutely. When you're uh, a second and a half in the lead the whole race, it's hard to get an incident point when there's nobody around you. You're just out there just cruising around by yourself. So, hell of a race.
0: Yes, it was. Now we're going to move over to the last dirt race on Tuesday night, and it's the Dirt Street Stocks. We took them out. We qualified them. And the man to come out on top in qualifying was Chris Beavers. And let me tell you, he outqualified J.B. Kephart by a point. 0-0-1. Zero zero one. That is incredible, Spaldman.
1: It's unbelievable that they can even time that that close, right? Like, I, how, do, how do you do that? I, I don't get it. I mean, And, and, and for Kephart, thinking he's got the pole to only come up that short. Like, I don't know where you say, okay, oh, well, yeah, coming out of four, that's where I lost that time. Like, no, that's impossible to know where you lost that time at.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, Jamie Kephart, very dominant with these dirt street stocks. And uh, like I said, very surprised to see anybody above him when it comes to any leaderboard with dirt street stocks. And big shout out to the guys over at Flowers Motorsports for having a driver such as Chris Beavers to be able to get to that level uh, ahead of Kephart, even if it's only by 0.001. Hey, you're trending in the right direction in my book.
1: Absolutely, especially in these cars. We all know what uh, Kephart's capable of doing. And if you can beat, even in a practice session, I'm happy with beating Kephart, right? Like, I'm good with that, let alone qualifying or anything above that. So, yeah, absolutely.
0: And uh, when I look down the qualifying list, somebody I've looks like they could have qualified better. Uh, I want to put Flowers on call. Flowers qualified seventh. I felt like he could have done a lot better. And also his teammate, Coy, in the eighth spot. And uh, like I said, anybody you see out there?
1: i think the only one that really really stands out here would probably be coy um we're so used to seeing him show up and have a fast car and, and not just fast but almost dominate to where it's like you almost want to ask him questions like hey man how, how are you going so fast but uh street stocks might not be his uh, forte i guess maybe but yeah, it was odd to see him qualify there that far back
0: absolutely and now we go into the race and where. Uh, the racing was great all night long, and it came down to the finish. And what a finish we had! Jamie Kephart taking a win, leading 29 laps of the 29 laps completed. He led every lap. He laid down the fastest time with a 26.935. And, uh, man, it finished with zero incident points. I mean, your top three guys, I know I jumped ahead with the incident points, but when I see Jamie Kephart, Chris Beavers, and Wyatt Walker, your top three, and I look down to the incident points, and I see goose eggs, that really gets me going, Smolden.
1: It stands out. And uh, for anyone that isn't used to running dirt, it's almost impossible to finish a race without zero incident points, especially as close as these top three guys were. I mean, Kephart dominated this race, obviously, led all 29. um, but But still, like your slide jobs, and and especially here, you're running the high line. You are on that wall constantly. So to be able to get around here and not even touch the wall once without an incident point is unbelievable.
0: Absolutely. When you don't get a 2X or you don't get anything like that, man, it's great to see. And uh, like I said, that made me uh, very impressed to see those goose eggs on top. And then the man with the uh, the most incident points, and when I say the most, it's not that many. I mean, you can almost count them on one hand. It's eight incident points, and that goes to Jonathan Flowers. And like you said earlier, when you're sliding these things around and you're beating and banging, it's dirt street stocks, man. It's going to happen.
1: Yeah, that, that's what these cars are designed for, is to get beat up a little bit and beat around. And eight's not bad. It's uh, high, definitely higher than the rest of the guys out there, but we got, a, what, a six in there? and a bunch of, a couple fours, a couple twos, so yeah, and eight's not terrible, and I don't think that was from actually wrecking anybody. That's probably most self-inflicted by hitting the wall and, you know, doing that stuff by himself.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and uh, once again, big shout out to uh, Jamie Kephart and the Choice Inc. esports guys over there bringing home the uh, win there in the Dirt Street Stocks of USA. So that was fun with the dirt, and we move over to the next day, which is Wednesday, and we start off with the Bull Metal SK series, and they were running over a Southern national great track. It was a clear day, 80 degrees. It was, uh, it was feeling pretty good over there and we started out with heat number one and Derek Sellers was out there racing, got into an early accident and uh looks like he got into the back of, uh, one of those guys, but he was able to bring home the win. Derek Sellers, heat win, uh, heat race win. And the, the first one there, Smolden. Yeah,
1: it was good to see him bounce back. Uh, a yeah, tough Tuesday. I think he had, and then, uh, yeah, to come back out here and jump back out front of heat one. Uh, it's good for
0: him. Yeah, good to see Cole Howard finishing in the two spot. You got Adam Hur in the three, Robert Hughes, and Jordan uh, rounding out your top five in that first heat there. And uh, we went over to heat number two where you found uh, Billy Van Meter. You normally don't see him out there running in the SKs, but he came out to play this week, and uh, he took care of it, uh, winning heat number two. And uh, Chris Jones right behind him, and Joshua Divers in the three, and Keith back there in the four spots, Smolder.
1: Yeah, see Billy come back out, I think, after missing a few weeks and him finally getting back into racing action, he was just wanting to race anything he could. So it was good to see him back out here, and, uh, yeah, good race at him.
0: Absolutely, and then we headed into the feature, and, uh, like I said, the Bull Metal SK, we like to call it the entry level into the tour mods, and the the big dogs like to come out and play. I mean, it's no different than what it was when you have the cup drivers that like to come down and mess around with the Xfinity guys. You know what I mean? You're going to have it, and that's what we had here. Brad Carpenter shows up dominates it man looking good from start to finish and uh you know he led 16 laps you had billy down there leading 14 laps so you're big hitters in the tour mods your big hitter overall in the league coming out to play with these guys and uh brad carpenter able to take home the win there in the uh, sk smaller
1: yeah i don't know i mean it's still a growing league here obviously uh the top six guys <laughs> Are, are the ones that go right back up to the tours, right? So you got Carpenter, you got Cole, you got Jonesy, you got Billy, you got Divers, you got Her. All of those guys are running the the top class as well. You'd like to see a couple other, you know, more rookie guys coming into this series, but I think it's uh, it's a growing pains. So they'll eventually be there, but yeah, it's always nice to have the the veterans with the rookies because then the rookies can really lean on the veterans and just see what they're doing wrong or potentially ask and you know they learn from the veterans.
0: Absolutely, and that's what it's about, man. I love to see the veteran drivers come out here and help these rookies around the track and uh, and try to help them out the best you can. Notable for me here, uh, looking down the list here, and I got to go all the way down the list, Smolden, and that's the 10th spot. Derek Sellers finishing 10th, uh, four laps off the pace of the feature, and uh, he qualified second. Not sure what's going on with that out there
1: yeah to be completely honest i was not able to watch this race um but yeah finished uh yeah dead last 14 incident points i'm guessing some of those incident points are the reason why he finished 10th, uh four laps back qualifying number two spot though and finishing where he did that's uh that hurts that is it 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 hits the heart real hard
0: yeah absolutely and we see those incident points and they racked up to 14 and uh glad you were able to get that in there now we're going to look at The least incident points, and it looks like Chris Jones may have figured it out. He struggled on the dirt at USA. He said, hey, I'm going to go home. I'm going to get some sleep, get some good rest, have some good fucking Australian food. And uh, he came back out, finishing third with zero incident points. So good job, Chris Jones, able to recap and regroup himself, Smolten.
1: Yeah, he had a uh, very tough Tuesday. Uh, looks like he came back out here for some kind of redemption, probably just for himself, not necessarily for the from the field, but uh, it's good to see him get that third spot.
0: Also, Joshua Divers, we want to throw him out there, too. You had zero incident points. That is a fantastic job for 30 laps and an SK modified. So uh, great work again. Brad Carpenter taking that win in the bull medal, SK modified. So we're going to head on over to the big boys and that is the choice Inc. modified tour they were ran over at north wilkesboro beautiful clear sky day 70 degrees and uh the track was just heating up chris jones went out there again and put on a dominating performance right after he got done running the sks and he put down a burner and heat number one winning it out there he had noah Schaefer, adam her keith and anthony monroe in his heat and he did a great job what do you think smolden
1: Absolutely. And I want to say he probably used the race prior for maybe a little bit of practice. Uh, He knew he probably needed some practice coming out here with some of these fast guys and the way, you know, like I said earlier, how his Tuesday night was, he he wanted to come out here and redeem himself. So good for him. It was a nice heat win.
0: Absolutely. He did a fantastic job. Chris Jones winning that heat one. And then we got the other heavy hitter, Billy Van Meter coming out in the heat number two. And Laying down a performance, winning it. Joshua Divers in the two. Nick Bradham back there in the three spot. Jay Bones in the four. And the five is going over to Cole Howard. And you got to remember, in these heat races here, uh, I didn't mention it in the first one, the top two guys advance in each one of these. So, uh, you know, those guys were able to move Nick, Jay, and Cole in this heat Were had to go to the consolation. So, tough break for those guys, Smolden.
1: Yeah, it's very notable that Nick did not make the feature right out of his heat but in all fairness if you look at all five of these guys in this heat right here and you only got to pick two damn that uh that is tough right like that is almost impossible like it, it you got to get up front you either got to start up front and stay up front or or whatnot but i mean if you look at it they're starting positions one two three four five yeah Pretty close, right? I mean, it, it's right there. One, two for sure. So uh, it it makes it tough if uh, if you're not starting up front to try passing. You're only doing it in five laps, right? I mean, this isn't a long race at all. I mean, by no. the time the green flag waves, the checkered flag is coming out. Basically,
0: Yeah, yeah you got to get up there and you got to get going early. So hey, they were able to get that going. And heat number three, Derek Sellers and Jordan were able to get up in those top two spots. looks like Derek Sellers got his dequalification out of that heat race. That win went to Jordan. Guess he got into an accident earlier in that race with Brad Carpenter, so he they pulled his uh heat win and gave that to Jordan. What's your thoughts on that, Smaller?
1: Oh, wow, that's tough. Um, you know, it, it's part of it though, right? I mean, that's why admins go back and they look at the race afterwards, and sometimes it happens. You know, you got to stay clean while racing. If, if you win because you wreck someone, that doesn't mean you won, right? So
0: Absolutely. So big shout out to Jordan, able to take home that Heat 3 win over in the Choice Inc. side of things. And uh, like I said, that was the packed Heat. Also, Derek Jordan, Rick, Brad Carpenter, and uh, Chris Beavers rounded out that Heat there. And uh, we're going to head into the Constellation, and here's some names that you don't see in your B-Main. And I'm going to start off with the top guy, Nick Bradham in the Constellation. This guy has 7,000 I ratings, Smolden
1: it's a uh very very large high rating that's for sure it's not uh you know you see them out there in in officials and you see guys out there with these high high ratings and it's like man i am glad or how do for one how do they get it that high one being good and racing a lot but at the second you know thought of mine comes out it's like I'm glad I don't have to even ever worry about racing with these kind of skill level guys. And then here he comes into the league and boom, you know, he's, he's showing his way. It's very odd to see him in the County, but like I said, that heat race that he was in and not qualifying. Well, he did not qualify well at all. I, I want to say he qualified like 15th or something like that, which is shocking to see out of Nick. So uh, he shot himself in the foot right off the rip tonight and uh, you know, was able to get the victory out of the County though. And that, We'll, we'll talk about it here in a couple seconds, but, yeah, that led to one thing after another.
0: Yeah, absolutely it did. So, Nick, able to win that consie, Adam back there to two, and Keith rounded out your top three. A uh, few great drivers that did not make the cut. Uh, the line cut at Cole Howard and Jay Bones and Chris Beavers did not make the race, and those are three guys that you expect to be in your A main, Smallman.
1: Most definitely. Uh <clears throat> this one hurt the choice and key sports team for sure you got a couple teammates there plus the team owner uh getting tangled with one another and uh hey go home you go home it is what it is
0: absolutely so we move on now from that shout out to nick for taking care of business in the b main and we get ourselves into the feature where these boys had to go 50 laps around uh north wilkesboro and they did it in a great fashion and we're going to break it down and get right to it nick Ended up coming all the way back from the eighth spot there, and uh, man, he did it, and and he won it. Nick won the race, Billy in the two, and Chris Jones rounds out your top three, and uh, man, let me tell you what a race they had out there. And we look at some of these notable guys here uh, in the back of the pack here, and I'm going to start off with Mr. Valentine. He's also a guy with 5,000-some-I rating, qualified number one Smolden, finished 10th.
1: Yes, yeah, so we'll break down this race a little bit here. Uh, for Valentine, he qualified first. He led a lot of laps. He led 46 of, uh, what was it, 50, I believe this race was? Yes, yeah, sir. So uh very, very high percentage of, of the laps he was leading. Uh, I want to say with a lap or two left, he had to come in to pit for fuel. Um, we were actually absolutely shocked in the booth when he had to go down. He actually called it over the race radio saying he was pitting, and uh, I, I almost spit my beer out to be completely honest. That's how, that's how shocked I was. I mean, he was dominant this race. So, um, Very fast, clean racer. A couple of the guys up front were, it was one heck of a show. We had a couple of cautions. I think there was three cautions total in this one, but for the most part, it was good, clean racing, And it was, uh, it was fun to watch.
0: Absolutely. It was definitely a blast to watch. And like I said, same with Brad Carpenter. Brad Carpenter had to get fuel also. And once these guys went in to get fuel, they obviously lost a lap. And uh, looks like Derek Sellers also fell into the, uh, the trap of fuel because he qualified fourth, finished 11th. So your top guys that were up there, you're one and four, finishing 10 and 11th. You don't normally see that, Smolden.
1: Most definitely don't. Bad luck out of them, but, you know, complete opposite sides of the story when when you're talking about those two guys right there. So it was uh, unfortunate for one, and the other one probably deserved where he deserved to be.
0: Absolutely. And now we're going to take a look at the incident points, and they racked up big time here for Adam Herr. 15 of them there for him, but that's no match for what we see down here. Brad Carpenter you got to go at the bottom here, but he laid down 21 incident points. Brad Carpenter, what's going on with him, Smolder?
1: Uh, I don't know if he thought this was maybe bumper cars this uh, this round here. I'm not sure exactly what was going on, but, yeah, he was just uh, beating the dog snot right out of that tour car. I mean, it was unbelievable. 21 is brutal. When you got a lot of guys around, you with zero, right? I mean, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, absolutely it is, and like I said, we take a look at some of the notables up here with zero incident points, and that goes with Billy Van Meter zero, Chris Jones with zero, and Valentine with zero, and uh, like I said, I mean, it shows you it can be done, and uh, 21 to me in a tour mod is, man, you tore that machine to hell, Smolden.
1: Yeah, I don't know if he was just trying to like maybe catch his car number, which is 31. I'm not sure exactly what he was thinking here, but he was close. He was closer to his car number than he was zero, that's for sure.
0: Absolutely. So big shout-out to Nick again for winning it, coming back, working his way through a horrible qualifying, getting into the B-Main, winning it, and coming back from the eighth spot to win it in the Choice, Inc. Modified Tour at North Wilkesboro. Big shout-out to you. And then we do it all over again and we get the cars lined back up and we bring out the chaos motorsports pro late model division and boy let me tell you these guys were burning it up out there your uh title sponsor right there billy van meter laying down quick time and uh, qualifying and he laid down a 20.547 very quick jess gordon back there qualified second and uh rick kelly like i said we haven't talked about much about rick kelly all week and uh Sure, we're going to get to it here, but Rick Kelly uh, qualified third there. Smolden. any notables you see in the qualifying list of where they could have been better?
1: Uh no, nothing really stands out to me. Obviously, Billy being up front—I mean, that's there's a reason why his his team sponsors this league or this series itself. Uh, maybe Sellers. Uh, it it is the paperclip, though. I mean, so it, it's tough. You got guys that might be fast in these cars, but then you put it at the paperclip, and it's basically just a it's a coin flip on who might be better than the other uh tough track very tough track to get these cars around
0: yeah absolutely and i agree with you on that i see sellers being a lot better than a 11 qualifier so uh we'll see what happens here as we moved ourselves into uh heat number one we let these boys have some heat racing here at martinsville and jess gordon that i'll take the win in heat one adam herr in the two chris jones in the three spot Jordan back there in the four, and Anthony Monroe, round out your uh, top five there in heat one, Smolden.
1: Yeah, seems about right. You got Jess up front, her in the second spot, Jonesy in the third, and then, uh, you know, the rest of the field after that, so not bad heat.
0: Absolutely, and then we went to heat number two where Rick Kelly found himself a heat race win. Joshua Divers into two, Jay Bones back there in the three spot, Cole uh, Cole Howard into four, and five was uh, Derek Sellers. Uh, Any surprise there?
1: No, not at all. Kelly had a really good race there. He uh, jumped up front or started up front and led all five laps and brought it home with checkered flag and onto the feature, we go.
0: Absolutely. And this is where the fireworks happen, man. Billy Van Meter brung home the win here at the paperclip. Gordon right behind him in the two spot and Joshua Divers round out your top three. And uh, what I've seen happen in this race here, we had a few drivers in the back here. Didn't quite get the job done as they wanted to. When we start back here with the action, with Rick Kelly getting thrown out of the race late, Smolden.
1: Yeah, it was unfortunate. Uh, he knows the rules of, of the league itself. Um, I'm sure he's aware of it, but we can bring it up to attention to everybody else that getting on the race radio and complaining about a race incident will never work out. No matter who you are. And Kelly's been here longer than I've been. He knows. Unfortunate it's uh you know the heat of the moment you you get mad but you cannot hit that race chat and complain about an incident we look at or i don't but nighthawk looks at every incident and every race afterwards spends hours after the races are done and you guys are all most of you probably already in bed because i know i am i turn my crap off i go straight to the bed nighthawk's up clicking buttons reviewing stuff let him do it he knows what the incidents are. He sees it while it's live. He'll go back and check everything out. It's easy as that. Just let it be, and and you won't be in the situation where, like, Kelly's at. He shouldn't have ended up in 10 spots.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you 100%, man. You said it there. Like I said, the rules are there because they're the rules. You know what I mean? We don't try to pick on guys. We don't try to bully guys. The rules are the rules, and, uh, you know, Rick Kelly went across it, and uh, unfortunate for him, he – was removed from the race. He went 6 laps down. He had a great car. He qualified 3rd and uh bringing it home in the 10th spot. And we look at another guy in the back there, uh very quick Cole Howard uh finishing in the 11th spot there, uh Smolden.
1: Yeah, he uh he struggled obviously. Um I don't recall exactly the the incident itself, but he uh did not have a good showing here in the future at the Paperclip, so uh unfortunate, but he'll bounce back, I'm sure
0: absolutely and then we're going to take a look at the incident points here and i can't count them all even if i do my toes my hands my ears i don't think i got enough body parts on me to give you 26 incident points that anthony monroe racked up at the paperclip that's a lot but it is the paperclip. but 26 my god
1: yeah i think that's the highest we've had uh on all, all night obviously um but I don't think i've seen twenty six in, in quite some time uh, that that is a lot he was uh just bouncing off of pretty much anything he could bounce off of he was most definitely struggling he's gonna have to hit the uh the practice track at martinsville to uh possibly figure this out' because this is not his track so far
0: yeah twenty six definitely not your track, especially when you got your leader Billy van Meter, who won it and just scored into two and I'd love to see it like I said them goose eggs right there man zero and zero for William and Gordon, and uh, man, like I said, great race for them, and uh, congratulations again to uh, Billy Van Meter winning it at Martinsville, as we now head over to uh, what we just got finished up, Smolden, the uh, Winter Cup Series over at Michigan International, practically your backyard.
1: Yeah, I do live close to this track, I go to this, uh, well, we used to go to two of them every year, but now it's just one, Um, it's always a good time to get out to Michigan, it's a more of a boring race to watch probably but as a racer out there it's a, it's a great track it's fast there's a couple different lines tires wear off real quick and it's a, it's always a joy to uh to get out there
0: yeah absolutely and we got qualifying underway and these boys were rolling we gave them four laps to get around michigan and uh mr gilbert himself found the fastest lap at a 38.900 chris jones came in at two spot and qualifying and jamie kephart uh, found himself in the three spot and qualifying. Notable to me, uh, seeing some of these guys in the back where they did not qualify, where they should have qualified, in my opinion. Uh, I see Billy Van Meter back here in the 12 spot. Last car on the roster board. Billy Van Meter, not where he should be, right?
1: No, definitely not. I was uh, I was shocked to see him uh, that far back. I, I thought maybe he'd probably have a top five or six car. Um, some of the guys up front, obviously, are, we expected where they where they ended, but I was shocked when I seen Bandmeter uh, all the way down where he finished.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then, then another notable, like I said, I see Derek Sellers. Like I said, the guy had a phenomenal week last week. This week seemed to be struggling a little bit, but he'll hopefully get it turned back around. He was recently signed uh, with uh, Chaos Motorsports earlier this week, so uh, congratulations to him again. And uh, he finds himself in the eighth spot. Simone, is that where he should be in these uh, cup cars?
1: you know i believe this is the first time i've raced with them in the cup car i i don't know for sure but, um tough qualifying but like like some of these other cup cars especially qualifying on the larger tracks like this there's such a minimal room for error and to only do it in four laps i mean four laps is a larger qualifying session than most but you usually burn them off in the first two laps and then your third and fourth you're just kind of you're kind of running your your race line at that point so um yeah, it it happens,
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh one more thing I want to talk about here in this race. Uh Lloyd Moore making a return. He took a couple of weeks off, but we found him back here tonight in the cup car. So good to have you back, Lloyd Moore. And uh man, like I said, it's uh it's a pleasure to have him on the track. He's a great racer. I know at times he can get frustrated about certain things, but uh it's good to have the veteran back on the tracks moment.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, when his name popped up, I was glad to see that. It's always a pleasure to have the guys that come back or race on a normality, come back and actually race again. Um, I'm not sure exactly what the the break was for, but hey, it happens, right?
0: Absolutely. Now we get over to the racing side of things here. And man, let me tell you something. I've seen some of these times go across the board and we just mentioned Lloyd Moore. And I want to put this out there, Lloyd, if you're listening, and I hope you are, Lloyd Moore ran the fastest time of that race a 38 286 the fastest lap came from your eighth place finisher number six qualifier lloyd moore
1: that is a burner a 38 2 around here obviously drafting possibly being pushed a little bit but that right there is a hell of a fast lap
0: absolutely and like i said good to see jamie kephart ended up bringing home the win but it was a tight tight finish him and Gilbert nail biter at the end. Gilbert just missed him by 0. 0.018. One of the closest finishes that we've had in the cup series so far. So it went Kephart, Gilbert, Divers, your top three. And like I said, I look down the list here at some of the guys that should have done better in the race and At the bottom of the list, I see Billy Van Meter, and what happened to Billy from what I saw up in the booth was an accident with him and Adam. Adam came down low and ended up taking both of them guys out. And with it being in the back of the track, no caution was thrown. And well, we didn't have a caution the whole race. We went 30 green flag laps, which nobody expected. Guys were pitting. Uh, Guys were thinking they were going to need to get fuel, and uh, that never happened. And I mean, like I said, shout out to all these drivers in here. Uh, to be able to go 30 laps at international at Michigan International and uh, not get one yellow flag, Smolden?
1: No, it was a great race. Uh, obviously, I was in the car, so you've seen more of the action of being up in the booth than I was able to see. Um, from what I heard over the radio, there was an incident with Adam and, and Billy. Uh, unfortunate. It, it's part of racing at times. It shouldn't be, but, you know, it, it happens. Uh, very shocking to see Billy back there, but, you know, when, when you get doored, you get doored, and... It's hard to bounce back from that, but yeah, 30 30, uh, green flag uh, laps. It it was fun to be out there, and uh, unfortunately, I didn't finish where I wanted to be, but hell of a race for the top three guys, especially Jamie. Fuel Strategy came into play, uh, and that is why I finished where I was at, because I played it completely wrong.
0: Yeah, yeah. like I said, it happens like that sometimes. The luck of the draw, you never know when them cautions are going to come out and how the drivers are feeling going into it. So once again, big shout-out to Jamie Kappart and the Choice Inc. guys over there getting it done once again this week. Uh, Jamie Kappart bringing home the win in the Winter Cup Series at Michigan International. Now, Smolden, we get to the favorite time of the podcast here, man, where we get to pick the studs and the duds throughout this week in the league man and let me tell you we're gonna pick one from the dirt and one from the asphalt and let me tell you you're gonna start off this week and you are gonna be taking the dud and i want to hear who your dud is for the dirt
1: before i do this i want to say last week we did the stud and the dud and all week long all i heard out of every race or every series that you you know obviously put on here Every single person I talked to was like, man, I got to do better this week. I do not want to be the dud. Like, they're like, we don't even care. I don't even care if I get the stud. I just don't want to be pointed out as the dud. So, uh, obviously, these guys care. They're trying their best not to be the dud. But this week for Dirt, I got to go Chris Jones.
0: All right. Chris Jones taking home the dud in the dirt. And I'm going to take the stud this week in the dirt. And I'm going to tell you right now, my guy for the stud of the week is going to be Jamie Kephart. I'm taking Jamie Kephart on the dirt, man. He succeeded in everything he raced in this week. He had a great run in the 360s. Unfortunately, what happened to him? But you look at some of these other races from the big blocks all the way to the pro late models, man. Jamie Kephart my stud in the dirt. Now, Smolden, who is your dud in the asphalt?
1: My dud in the asphalt is going to have to go to Sellers. Uh, very, very tough week. Uh, just got signed down with Chaos Motorsports. And uh, I don't know if it was the pressure of maybe being on a new team and just trying to, to prove himself and, and show off in front of his team. I'm not sure, but, man, he, re- he really struggled. I don't expect that to happen again. Uh, I feel like he's going to pick his game up a little bit, but yeah, uh, Sellers is, is the dug of the asphalt this week.
0: All right. And the stud of the asphalt that I'm going to pick this week is going to be Billy Van Meter. He came back strong this week. And I look at it from the beginning of the week. The man came into the street stock division. won it took number one qualifier, went out, almost beat Nick and all them boys. Very tough on the modified side of things. And like I said, I'm going to take Billy Van Meter as my stud on the asphalt this week, and uh, congratulations to all of the studs and the duds. And like I said, guys, we're not pushing you guys. We're not hating on you guys. It's all for fun, and we're having a great time. And Smolden, it was awesome, man. I appreciate you doing this with me every week. And uh, you got anything you want to say, Smolden, before we head out?
1: Hey, it was another uh, another fun week of racing. I uh, I appreciate being up in the booth with you. I appreciate you doing, uh, or having me here for the podcast as well. Uh, I appreciate you having me out on the track at times. And uh, yeah, the stud and the dud thing is, it's just, it's fun, right? It's bragging rights amongst our whole group of our racing family here that we have built or you have built and uh, it's good times, right? I mean, I literally just picked one of my teammates or the dud on the dirt. So not only am I going to hear it when I go back to camp. But at the same time, it's the fun of it, right? Like, we're not picking on anybody. We're not doing anything. and In all reality, this is a damn video game, right? So we just enjoy coming out and and, uh, having fun with one another for sure.
0: Absolutely, and I'm going to end it with this. Nobody wants to be the dud. We'll see you boys next week. Have a great week in racing. We'll be watching you, studs and duds.